Howdy, and welcome to the 101st episode of Wise About Texas, the award-winning Texas History Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wise. Thank you so much for tuning in today for a little Texas history. I got to tell you, and I kind of said this at the 100th episode, this podcast has turned into much, much more than I ever expected. And uh, recently, I got a surprise recognition that I have to share with you. Now, you may have seen it on the show's social media, at Wise About Texas, Um, I posted some pictures up there, but the Texas House of Representatives passed a congratulatory resolution for the podcast on the occasion of the 100th episode. I got the privilege of going to Austin to receive the resolution on the dais of the House. Uh, My friend, Representative Michael Schofield of Katy, spearheaded this effort. He's a listener. Uh, Two other listeners and good friends, Representative Mays Middleton and Representative Cody Harris, joined him as authors. Now, it's certainly a great honor to be honored uh, by your state at any point, but it was particularly cool for me because one of the reasons that I do this podcast is to bring Texas history to the people of Texas in an accessible way. And one of the reasons Texas has been so successful and remains one of the most desirable places in the country to live is our history. It's unique. It's interesting. It deserves Celebration. So I'm really glad to have that recognized. Um, so that honor belongs to Texas history, and it also belongs to you, the listeners of this podcast. And I really thank you for listening to the show. I thank you for your feedback. I thank you for your suggestions. And uh, we're all in this together. So thanks very much. The other thing that was really cool um, was that during the legislative session, the flag behind the dais of the House of Representatives is the San Jacinto battlefront flag, the real one. And that's what I'm gonna talk about today. So let's go ahead and go back to 1836 and get wise about Texas. All right, 1836, the Texas Revolution. We have people from all over the United States, indeed all over the world, coming to Texas to fight for her freedom. And one of the groups that came was called the Newport Rifles. They were from Newport, Kentucky. Now, Newport, Kentucky is right across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. And as we've discussed before, Cincinnati had a lot of connections to the Texas Revolution, not the least of which is that the Twin Sisters Cannons, the only artillery the Texas Army had at the Battle of San Jacinto, they were a gift from the ladies of Cincinnati and inscribed as such. Uh, David Burnett, the provisional president of the Republic of Texas, hailed from Cincinnati. So that area was full of people that were very interested in the success of the Texas Revolution. The commander and patron of the Newport Rifles was named Sidney Sherman. Now, Sherman was born in Marlboro, Massachusetts, 1805. He was one of 10 children and, of course, deserves his own episodes. We're not going to get too deep into his biography, but he became orphaned at 12 and uh, went to work, of course. He went to New York City for a time, uh, settled in Newport, formed a couple of different companies. He formed a company that uh, bagged cotton with a machine, uh, which would have been a nice compliment to the gin, to the cotton gin. He was uh, the first maker of sheet lead in the West. Um, He sold, in 1835, sold his companies and used the money 
to raise a volunteer army for the Texas Revolution. And this was the group dubbed the Newport Rifles. Fast forward to San Jacinto. Sherman commands the left wing. They are the first ones to see action. He was involved in the skirmish of April 20th. Uh, many credit him for the battle cry of Remember the Alamo. And uh, Sherman eventually settled in Texas, uh, served in the government, served in the legislature, uh, commanded militia, etc. He died in Galveston. He's buried in Galveston. But that's not the crux of our story. The crux of our story is that when he came to Texas at the head of the Newport Rifles and fought at San Jacinto, he and the Newport Rifles had the only Texian battle flag carried into battle at the Battle of San Jacinto. And when you read about flags at the Battle of San Jacinto, you're going to learn that there were four thought to be carried in the battle. Three of them were carried by the Mexican Army. The Texians only had one, and it belonged to Sidney Sherman and the Newport Rifles. It is said to have been painted by James H. Beard and presented to the company by Sidney Sherman's wife, whose name was Isabel. Uh, the flag was made is made of white silk, and the painting on it is a figure of a woman, um, not completely clothed. Let's leave it at that. In one hand, she has a sword. Over the sword is draped a streamer. The streamer says liber liberty or death. And the thinking is that maybe the flag was based, and we don't know for sure, but maybe it was based on a very, very famous painting of the time from the French Revolution. The painting was called Liberty Leading the People. And that painting was done in 1830 by an artist named Eugene Delacroix. And it was uh, a painting commemorating what's called the July Revolution in France, in Paris specifically. And um, the July Revolution ousted a king named Charles X. And so the painting, uh, the Liberty Leading the People, uh, has a few things in common with the San Jacinto flag painting, and uh, that is a woman not completely clothed, holding uh, a French flag. She's also in a yellow dress and intended to uh, personify liberty, just like the San Jacinto battle flag. And when the flag was presented to the Newport Rifles, uh, one of the uh, young ladies who was present was asked by one of the volunteers for a memento of the occasion, at which point she, she is said to have removed a long white glove, threw it at the volunteer's feet, and said, Here, sir, let this be your gauge of battle. Bear it foremost in the fight, at which point the volunteers tied the young lady's glove around the flagstaff and above the flag, and apparently this glove was carried as part of the flag assembly into the Battle of San Jacinto, and unfortunately, the glove was lost during the battle, but the flag was not lost. And after the battle, uh, the flag was put into the office of the Secretary of War, and in August of 1836, it was decided that the flag should be sent back to Mrs. Sidney Sherman. So here's the letter dated August 5th, 1836, from the War Department of the Republic of Texas. And it reads, uh, to Mrs. Sidney Sherman, reads as follows, quote, This stand of colors presented by the ladies of Newport, Kentucky, to Captain Sidney Sherman, is the same which triumphantly waved on the memorable field of San Jacinto, and is, by the government, presented to the lady of Colonel Sidney Sherman 
as a testimonial of his gallant conduct on that occasion. Signed, A. Somerville, Secretary of War, and approved by President David G. Burnett. And the flag remained in Kentucky until 1896. Now, Sidney Sherman died in 1873, so about 23 years after his death, uh, his children decided to send the flag back to Texas. Sherman had three living daughters, um, Mrs. Menard, Mrs. Kendall, and Mrs. Craig, and they sent the, ba- the flag back along with that note from the Secretary of War. Uh, there is a letter from what was then called the Commissioner of Insurance, Statistics, and History, and it's dated September 3rd, 1896. Uh, the man's name was A.J. Rose, and he wrote a letter to the daughters acknowledging receipt of the flag on behalf of a grateful state of Texas. Well, the flag wasn't in terribly good shape and needed to be restored. It was uh, fragmented, it was crumbling, and uh, there was a glass case, apparently, that that housed all these fragments. So the state decided, uh, the state put it in the state library in that condition. And finally, the Daughters of the Republic of Texas, that organization who has done so much over the years to preserve the history of the state, they got a hold of the flag In 1925, uh, the legislature appropriated some money, and they sent the flag uh, to a Mrs. Ritchie in California, and she was a specialist in restoring flags. The flag was restored, and it was decided that the flag should be hung behind the speaker stand in the Texas House of Representatives. Two interesting little tidbits about this. First, The condition of the flag was such that if it was displayed, um, we say right side up or forward, uh, an awkward way to talk about a flag, but it's framed in a glass case. And if it's displayed as it's meant to be viewed, it's more tattered than if it was reversed. So the flag was reversed in the case where it looked better. The second interesting tidbit is that The actual flag only hangs in the House chamber while the House of Representatives is in session. At all other times, there is a reproduction of the flag behind the speaker stand. So if you go to the Capitol when the House is not in session, you will be looking at a reproduction. If you go to the Capitol when the House is in session, you will be looking at the actual flag. And that's why uh, it was so special for me to be able to go to Austin and receive uh, the honor on behalf of the podcast from the House of Representatives because the pictures were taken in front of the actual battle flag. So I want to end the podcast uh, with a quote from the speech given in the House of Representatives upon the presentation of the flag, and the speech was given by Walter Kendall, who was the grandson of General Sidney Sherman. He said the following, quote, The flag of San Jacinto, restored to last a hundred years, will remain in this great hall where comes the people's representatives to mold into law those principles of government designed for the perpetuation and well-being of an organized society. Here, no less than on the battlefield, is demanded clear thinking and right thinking, loyalty without a stain and irreproachable patriotism. Unless such high purpose animates the activities of those who labor here, the state cannot endure. With its striking colors, its heroic history, 
the consciousness that in the long ago it stirred brave men to heroic deeds in the noble cause of freedom, it should ever remain a sacred talisman, not only to those who serve the people here, but to the people themselves who, now and in the years to come, will pause before it to read its story. Stirring words on the presentation of one of the most important artifacts of Texas history. Well, now we come to the part of the episode I call Getting There, where I tell you how to go see some of the places mentioned in the episode. If you would like to go to Newport, Kentucky, take a quick flight to Cincinnati and cross the river, and you'll see it. The grave of Sidney Sherman is in the Lakeview Cemetery, L-A-K-E-V-I-E-W Cemetery in Galveston. Uh, Go down to the island, exit 61st Street, turn right, and it's a cemetery down on your left, Lakeview Cemetery. And uh, buried right next to him is David Burnett, the provisional president of the Republic of Texas. The battle flag, of course, uh, hangs in the Texas House of Representatives. Um, If they are now out of session, this podcast is being released on June 1st, and the House actually adjourned the day before this, the release of this podcast. Uh, so you will be looking at a reproduction of the flag. Um, but if you go up to the House of Representatives during a legislative session, you will see the actual flag. Of course, that's in the state capitol in Austin. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of Wise About Texas. Thank you again to all of you who have made this 101st episode possible. And we will now begin our journey toward 200 episodes got some great stuff coming up this summer uh, some good interviews and some important historical events uh, to talk about and uh, finally another great thank you to my friends representative michael schofield for the house resolution 965 and representatives mays middleton and cody harris for joining in on that and all the members of the texas house of representatives it was a lot of fun um, follow the podcast at wise about texas on twitter and instagram like and share the Wise About Texas Facebook page. If you get a minute, leave a five-star review on iTunes. That helps other people find the show. The podcast continues to grow. And I thank everyone listening for telling all your friends about the show. If you want to support the preservation and promotion of Texas history, you can go to patreon.com slash wiseabouttexas. Thanks again for listening. Go out and do something for Texas today. And until next time, God bless Texas, and we'll see you down the road.